Hey, I'm Spencer. And I'm Britton. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 290 albums in his Pike series, and we're going to listen to them. Three at a time. This is Getting Head. Slogs, friends, headgetters, bedwetters, and bucketheads. Oh God! This Whoa. is episode fifty. <laughs> Holy shit! This is episode fifty of Five Zero Fucking Bucket Cast. We made okay, Britt. Yeah. You, you, I really need to acknowledge the fact mm-hmm. with you right now in this moment that yeah. you and I have made. 50 episodes of a Buckethead podcast. This is the most effort and time and energy we have put into any creative project we've ever done together. Right. I'm truly amazed. I mean, I can't name five things I've made 50 of besides I got sandwiches, <laughs> I got burritos, uh-huh. I got uh-huh. orgasms. Uh-huh. It does, I don't know if that counts. I don't I don't think that counts. No, it's okay, not really something you're off. making. Um, so there's two. Uh-huh. I made 50 pieces of art. I've made yeah. 50 songs. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all I've done. That's, <laughs> yeah. I've made 200 things in my life. I know that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Probably. I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's it. Uh-huh. That's all I've made. And, and 50 episodes of a Buckethead podcast. We, oh, yeah. We, oh, there's, yeah. Oh, there's yeah, five. You, you oh, can't forget that. Well, I mean, that's, uh, that's well, why we're... Now I've mean, fucking <laughs> done it. I mean, technically, we've made like 54 because we have like four bonus episodes. But, uh-huh. you know... We're not even counting those. Of the regular series, this is episode 50 right now. How about that shit? Fucking episode 50. I know, right? It's actually kind of amazing. I I mean, the idea was to get here, was to take it this far, but actually being here, actually getting here is kind of amazing. Yeah. I'm surprised. And like most of our episodes are, you know, over an hour. You know, they're... they're, All of them are over an hour. Well, I mean, sorry, yeah. Yeah. I went most of them are over an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. And uh, that means like... Potentially, we have almost a hundred hours of bucket content out there. We definitely have more. Wow! Having having wow. been the one who has edited all this, uh-huh. I'd say we have probably close to a hundred and thirty hours of recorded material. Wow! It's it's uh, especially <laughs> for the first like thirty or forty episodes. It was rare we uh, went under two and a half hours. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it, I feel like really we have it a lot up. tighter now, but much, much. Yeah, I mean, the, the yeah. editing is much easier, and like, I mean, our equipment is so much better now too. And uh-huh. we've like actually figured out kind of what we're doing on all fronts. And so it, this uh-huh. is it's much, much easier. I mean, I do beg point. to differ with the statement we've figured out what we're doing because Britt, as I just fucking stated. We're on episode 50 of a Buckethead podcast. That's true. What That's are true. we doing? I mean, we're we're <laughs> making the only Buckethead podcast. I mean, I mean, that's we you know, we're the only something yeah, and that's I mean, pretty cool. People continue I mean, to listen, like yeah. we continue to get new and regular listeners. This is which true. And like like I can barely stand the sound of my voice much less yours, but there's like 50 to 100 people out there that can stand fucking both of us. And I'm like, I know, right? What? Who are these fucking who, who degenerates? Fucking are these people? Like, Jesus Christ, what is wrong? But so, so if you're watching this or listening to this now, thank you for 
having something just fundamentally fucking wrong with you. Yeah, totally. I yeah. mean, you're really making the dream come true for us, and the dream apparently is uh, this. A fucking Buckethead podcast. A fucking... That's a dream. That sounds like a nightmare to me. Maybe like a NyQuil dream at best. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the dreams that are like really wild where they take you on a fucking journey mm -hmm. and you're like sweating and flipping over all this time and you're like, oh, I gotta save all these people. And it's this whole fucking thing. I don't know. It's yeah. very intense. It can be, at least. Super, you know, super um, duper intense. Okay, here's something we got to talk yeah, about. Uh, they announced the cast uh, for, for the, the Mario film. For the Mario God. film. So, <laughs> Have you seen this? Do you know who's, who I, the cast I have, is yet? And I'm like, what? Okay, let's I mean, uh, it's, okay. A, it's an animated film. It's right? an animated film. So okay. it's it, it's a uh, you know Chris Chris Pratt. Pratt. Is, we're not Chris spoiling it. Pratt. We're not spoiling it. We are, on, we're you're gonna about go through to spoil it, and I'm just spoiling. Your I was spoiler. gonna lead, I was gonna lead up all to right, that. I'm, I was I'm gonna... spoiling your spoiler, okay, Spencer. All right. There's there's worse decisions, but I think there's one spectacular decision they made in casting. Oh, I I would agree and, with and that. I think I think we have the same idea of who was a, the best decision in casting. Oh man, I don't know. There's, okay, well, there's well, two well, I would say that are okay, both pretty well, inspired. Go, go ahead and read it. Okay. So, as Brit spoiled, uh Chris Pratt will be voicing Mario in mm -hmm. the super animated Mario Bros movie. Or whatever. And John Leguizamo's back as Luigi. No. He's not. <laughs> Which, God, I mean, I don't know. That would that could have been fine, no, too. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Italian-American Chris Pratt will be voicing Mario. <laughs> yes. The fa famously very Italian-American looking Chris Pratt. Uh, though I would say that Chris Pratt is not the most cringe choice here. Honestly, there is a more cringe choice. There and is, we'll get to there that. There is. But, uh, but Chris Pratt is a Terrible choice oh, for Mario. Oh, fucking terrible choice just, for just Mario. Dog shit yeah. choice. That's like choosing the fucking dude from the office, like Jim from the office, voicing yeah. fucking Mario. Uh, you, uh, yeah. Uh, now I don't even know that guy's now, name. Now he's actually, just the most generic can, fucking white guy so in the universe. Can, can we like? Who do you think would play the best Mario? Though? The best Mario. Uh -huh. uh, like Eric am, Andre. That would be fucking funny. <laughs> uh, I think Paul Giamatti would do a great ass job. <laughs> I think Paul Giamatti would kill that shit. I mean, he's he's Italian, right? Yeah, he's got okay. a Giamatti. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I don't know Giamatti, what Italians are. Like his name sounds like a style of pizza. Like <laughs> <laughs> Giamatti. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> put the basil on the Giamatti. Oh no, you don't yeah. have basil, the, not enough garlic. <laughs> that sounds like a seasonal drink at Starbucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have the 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 peach Bellini Giamatti? This can, week? Yeah. Can I get a Trenta Giamatti? <laughs> Trenta. Fucking, <laughs> that's just the. That's 30. That's like, they didn't even try with that one. They're like, yeah, big, bigger, um, 20, 30. Like, I mean, what? I mean, on. we got to go with like it, love it. Gotta have it as the oh, greatest yeah. you know, sizing oh. system in, yeah. in history. Now, what, what do you think if they made a bigger size? I mean, they do make a bigger size. They make the pint there, but they just oh, call yeah, it a yeah. pint. Yeah. It's what, pint, yeah. what, I mean, if they made another like, you know, retail size, um, what, what, uh, what do you think it would be? Uh, something with the word slut in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like it, love it, gotta have it, slutting it up for this shit. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, exactly. Or exactly. Uh, how about like it, love it, wanna have it, or gotta he have it. Huge slut. Need it inside me. Oh, that's yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. that's, that's what I would choose. Okay, so 
Okay, Chris Pratt is Mario. We have Anna Taylor Joy as Princess Peach. She's from great, great choice. Yeah, yeah. Well, great she's choice. from uh, she's from fucking uh, uh, Queen's Gambit, right? Yeah, yeah. She's a Queen's great Gambit, actress. A great show. Great show. Yeah. Great actress. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's a is great. Is she funny actress. though? Like that's the thing. I don't know. Like it's supposed Princess, to be. It's Princess to be Peach funny. does not need to be funny. But she could be funny. She could be, but she doesn't need to be. She's not any of the comic relief in the games. Therefore, yeah. she her character really isn't a comedic character. Mm-hmm. It should be played by someone kind of straight. I think Anna Taylor Joy, fucking phenomenal. Okay. Next. Now here's a an inspired choice. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Day will voice Luigi. I think and that's kind of fun. That's fun. That's fun. That's that's fun. not a bad idea. I, though here's the thing. He he would be a better Toad. I think, like, but definitely, he because would be he's such a, toad. he would be a better Mario than Chris Pratt. Oh, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck! If he was voicing Mario, it'd be amazing. I'd be like, that's a fucking crazy choice, but I'm so here for it, dude. You know, you know what would actually be amazing is Charlie Day. Just uh, the entire cast and of then it's Dennis Howerton as Luigi would be incredible, dude. They should just yeah. do the entire cast of Always Sunny as, Honestly, as Mario. Yeah, that would no, be better. Like fucking Danny DeVito as Bowser would be in goddamn Danny DeVito incredible. As Bowser, and then uh, um. Uh, Mac as uh, Wario or Waluigi <laughs> would be incredible. That would incredible. Be, that would be amazing. Yes. Um, yes. Truly, truly inspired. Like a blackface um, Wario. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really bad. Uh, that's pretty good. Um, I like that. Okay. And then we have uh, Jack Black as Bowser. Now, honestly, I think this is the best decision here. I think. Interesting. I think Jack Black, he's, on, he's just a great voice actor. Like, that's sure. the best thing about Jack Black is his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, you know, Bowser can be comic relief. I think he's going to ha- play a hammy Bowser. For and sure. I, th- I think that's yeah. going to be fun. I think it's a good decision. Yeah. Um, and then uh, this is, uh, my opinion, uh, the most cringe choice oh, here. Yes. And that is Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. <laughs> Why? What are we doing? Why? What what the fuck are we doing? Why? Well, okay, first <laughs> off, you already have a legitimate comedian and voice actor mm-hmm. who already does ape noises. Tim motherfucking Allen. <laughs> <laughs> like, wh- what are you doing? What yeah. the fuck? You, you already Dude, that have would, that would actually be an incredible you casting. Have, yeah. You already cast a conservative celebrity in the top spot, so. You can you can put as many douchebags in there as you want, you yikes. know. Yikes! Fucking so, Tim Allen. Why? Why Timothy is he Allen. not yeah, goddamn let's, Donkey let's, Kong? Let's fucking get him. Yeah, I mean, I, Tim I, Allen, Donkey Kong, twenty twenty two. That's what I want to say. Now, yeah, 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 um, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we have a uh, Keegan Michael Key as Toad, which is another good choice. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, I think he'll be funny. That being said, I think that Charlie Day would be a better Toad. He would be a better Toad, and yeah, like, but, yeah, you know. Yeah, because he'd actually be a... I feel like he might make a better uh, Luigi. Than, yeah, like, I feel yeah. like you could switch the two and it would it, be it, it would, just as good, if not better. Yeah, like, you know, I mean, he doesn't really sound, like, that black. So it wouldn't be a thing where, like, wait, why is his brother obviously black? <laughs> Although that would be funny, too. That, yeah, if Luigi yeah, was just inexplicably black. Yeah, yeah. That would actually be hilarious. That's pretty good. <laughs> They're making a safe film here, though, obviously. you know. Uh, here's another uh, somewhat inspired choice um, and the last one that we'll talk about, and that is Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. That's an... I don't, I don't really <laughs> understand why they need the whole Donkey Kong universe in this. Because they, when need, they have Bowser, well, because they're they gonna have two characters, foils now. Well, well, they need characters. They do, but like, 
There's I mean, not a lot of characters that you can is, make funny in the right, Mario but, but universe. But is Donkey Kong going to be like a hero in this case? Because like in Donkey Kong Country, you know, he's he's definitely like a protagonist, and mm-hmm. Cranky Kong is too. But but if you go if you go back in the history of Mario, right? Donkey like Kong, Donkey Kong was a villain. He was the yeah. original villain. The original before, villain before yeah. Bowser, totally. Or King Koopa, yeah. Maybe they have a a small role in it. Maybe like there's like the opening God, I, sequence. I and and they kind of like try to do like a fake out where they're like aha it's it's Donkey Kong but then yeah, they're like Donkey nah, nah, nah. Kong's like <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing here yeah that's Seth yeah, yeah. Rogen. <laughs> yeah that's Seth Rogen for sure a hundred percent yeah mm. uh, I know I, I don't like that choice no it's a terrible choice I, I don't like that choice but uh, I like Charlie Day and I'm happy mm. to see him in there um, yeah. I think that that's gonna be Probably bad, as oh, my it's guess. Dog shit. It's you, not. I don't think it's going to be very good. It's, it's going to be three D rendered. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Like a like a DreamWorks style, like a like, like a Pixar style. Like what? What's uh, honestly? What's the point? Like all of the newest Mario games are already fucking cinematic and phenomenal stories. Like what's the point? It like totally watering that down for an uh, easily consumable like ninety minutes. Are you kidding me? Do you realize how much fucking money the that's Sonic the thing. movie that's made? That's all it is. It's all just yeah. money. There's there is. That's no... why Seth Rogen is playing Donkey Kong. Yeah, that's true. Like what? What do you think is happening here? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is a shameless cash grab. What are you trying to say about Seth Rogen and money, Spencer, without being anti-Semitic? I I didn't know he was Jewish. Really? I I don't know anything. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But really, I I want I want to hear your opinion on this without being anti-Semitic. Let's just say that you know, if you're making a safe corporate comedy. You choose people like Seth Rogen. That's, I suppose so. He's or if you're making a safe, Kevin Smith film. Yeah, he's a safe corporate comedy choice. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine it. Yeah. Imagine Kevin Smith making this film. Oh my no. god. Oh uh, my god. Zach and Miri make a Mario. <laughs> that fucking sucks. <laughs> Zach and Mario make a porno. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Luigi and Mario make a porno. <laughs> Hey, uh, a stepbrother, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> no, they're real brothers. It's incest. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh, we said incest on Twitch. What's going to happen? I don't know. Um, anyways, that's, uh, that's the thing I've been thinking about a lot today. Mm-hmm. Um, I also got some, like, extremely, extremely niche-targeted ads recently that I feel like I need to talk about. Okay. Um. No, I'm not exaggerating when I say extremely, mm-hmm. extremely niche. Um, I got it. Oh, was it a was it an Edge of Sanity cum sock? Oh wow! <laughs> uh, I mean, you're actually not far <laughs> off. Um, oh, a Klingon pocket pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Oh man, with two holes. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. Nice. You're like you're think, thinking about business plan. Like, maybe mm. what? Yeah. Mm. yeah. How do I get mm. some? Uh, get to spin up manufacturing on, on this shit. Oh yeah. And ch- contract some Chinese. Yeah. Cus- yeah. Let's Ch- get yeah. some Chinese democracy on that, baby. Hey. Hey. Um. Anyway, so uh, I, I I'm a fan of the band Sepultura. I, I haven't yeah. talked about them a whole lot, but I, I really talked about them a little bit. I, I really like their first few albums. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, Beneath the Remains is my favorite one. I I prefer Roots. 
Uh, Roots is a, is a great record as it's, well. It's just very different. Uh, yeah. Chaos AD is great too. Yeah, uh, Schizophrenia, it's great mm-hmm. too. Uh, <clears throat> but Beneath the Rains is my favorite, and that's like their last like true thrash album. Like it's a very thrash album. Very it's thrash album. super thrash. It has a really good drum mix. Like I really like the yeah. drum mix on it. Yeah, and it's, like it's heavy. It's very it's, heavy. It's, it's heavy and like not overly Brazilian like their later stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes. that's why I like yes. the, I like yes. Roots in later because they go like deep into like Brazilian rhythms and stuff, and you're like, that's it's just true. like Limbada thrash music. What the fuck is this? Like. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's really weird, but um, it, it sounds any, like uh, like metal. You do um, capoeira too. What is that? Capoeira. It's like the uh, remember Eddie Gordo on Tekken. Yeah, that was the dance uh, martial oh. art that he did. Oh, okay. it's, it's a Brazilian thing. Hey, yeah, hell yeah. There's a there's a couple great capoeira films that we definitely should oh watch. okay yeah, yeah yeah. There's one called Rooftops where. Uh, <laughs> They have like a rooftop capoeira fighting club. Yeah, I mean, as you do, it's amazing. Amazing. Uh, that sounds uh, great. Um, yeah. So, beneath the remains, the record I like a lot. Really thrashy, really fun. And uh, I got a targeted ad on Facebook mm-hmm. that is the it is a ad for a t shirt that is the cover of Beneath the Remains, mm-hmm. but instead of saying Sepultura Beneath the Remains. It says in the Sepultura like logo font. It says Seinfeld Feast of Strength. <laughs> That's <laughs> or Feats awesome. of Strength. That rules, dude. That's so cool. It is the most niche targeted ad I have ever seen. Because that is that is a joke for literally like dozens of people dozens of yeah, people not yeah. more than a hundred just dozens of people yeah like yeah. what the fuck like yeah. the algorithms found me and i was like fuck this mm-hmm. is too real and then it just kept showing it to me like repeatedly it still shows it to me all the time and i'm like they know somehow that part of me wants this dumb fucking shirt like mm-hmm. i don't know how they know but they know and it's oh they fucked. have all your info of course they know because you you, you bought <sighs> a bunch of metal shirts online before yeah, but I always do it in private browsing, like so they no they can't see that shit. I mean, like, and I have ad tracking so, blockers and shit. Yeah, but like Salesforce software, dude. Oh, well, believe me, I know. There's ways of them. Yeah, to I mean, find like, out, I like yeah, metal like, shirts, like, like, like for sure. Like yeah, Salesforce software uh, combined with you know all of the passive information gathering that Facebook. Instagram, mm-hmm. all of those things do to you. Like, yeah, they know a lot. Of, they know more about you than you know about yourself, Spencer. Maybe that's true. Yeah, maybe that's true. Like, I, I, <clears throat> I feel like instead of going to therapy, mm-hmm. uh, just like reviewing all of your internet history might mm-hmm. provide more insight into actually who you are. <laughs> I, I think that's true for most people. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's true. Yeah. yeah. Or probably true. Well, could be. Yeah, what's what's new with you, Britt? Uh, not much. Uh, something I did this week, uh, or last week with you mm-hmm. was we finished up the motherfucking Police the Academy mother series. The motherfucking Police Academy finally, series. We finished them. We finally watched um All number seven. seven. Yeah, uh, Mission to Moscow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I want to know because uh, you had never seen yeah. really any of them before. Well, well the first seen one. the first yeah, I've one seen the or first two when I've, you were much younger. So when I thought about it, uh-huh. actually, I've only ever seen the first one, and I okay. have seen the first one multiple times. Like mm-hmm. so, when I saw that one, I was like, "Yeah, I remember okay. this movie." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so, uh, what what did you think? Having seen these films, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, 
I saw all of them uh, multiple times except for seven. And I saw seven for the first time like two years ago with my brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what did you think? Um, I actually really enjoyed them mm-hmm. overall. Uh, yeah. There is a goofy and 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 like just naive n- nature to them. Like the okay. jokes are so simple, and they yeah. never they never like punch up the jokes. Like it's it's no. always like. No. What is the simplest joke we can do it's, at I mean, all yeah, times? Right, right. It's uh, I mean, <laughs> it's much the same process in which I write the bucket jokes. I'm like, I write jokes for people who are as dumb as I am. Yeah, because I'm just that dumb. Yeah, and like, I mean, as you do. Yeah, and like, if you know, if I don't get it, no one else is gonna. I get literally it. made a Tim, or not? Sorry, not Tim Allen. I literally made a home improvement cross uh, Alcest meme today. That's a joke for like fucking no one. Yeah, it <laughs> like, really is. That's, it's just like they're the same. The same audience care. as these yeah. uh, Seinfeld uh, feats of strength. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> the exactly. Exact same. Seinfeld, Sepultura. Yeah. You know, Alcest and Home Improvement. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta you gotta make these connections that are important. You know, we we already talked about Tekken today. I mean, look look at where we're at. Um, mm-hmm. But no, in, in terms of like Police Academy, I, I thought they were all really fun for the most part. I mean, there are some. There's some stinkers. There's some stretches that mm-hmm. I, I feel like all of the films, at least except for except for seven, all of the films offer at least like some moments that are like, yeah, this is this is good. This is yeah. dumb. That's a kind of a funny joke, like mm-hmm. or that premise is a, is funny. Um, but there are stretches of them that are unbearable. Oh, absolutely. Um, like most just, of most of two. Uh, a lot of a lot of two sucks. Yes, uh, seven. Uh, all of seven. All of is seven. Fucking sucks. garbage. Yeah. So let me rank them, and then I'll talk yeah, about yeah. why I ranked them like mm-hmm. that. So sure. my ranking of the the seven, the Police Academy septology is would that be be a septology? Um, Set in that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I don't know. Correct us if we're wrong. I guess we're fucking dumb as shit. Um. Anyways, I, I never remember because September's the ninth month, uh, but that's Nin. Wake me up so. when September ends, okay, Britt? Uh, uh, anyways, oh yeah, the, it is the ninth month, isn't it? What the fuck is happening? Yeah. Um, anyways, <laughs> Police Academy, I would rank them. Um, my favorite Police Academy film, number one in my ranking is Police Academy 3. Uh, Agreed. Number two would be Police Academy 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three would be Police Academy 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four is Police Academy, uh, five. I think in five, yeah, mm. yeah, five, um, wait, yeah, yeah, five, I don't know, six, five and six or two, seven. Yeah, that's about right. Actually, no, 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 no. I, I was, switch oh, no, 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 I, no actually, I, I take that back, I take that back, um, it's gonna go three, four, mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. two, really? Yes. Interesting. Two, six, five, seven. Interesting. No, two, five, six, seven. Okay. So I actually, I think I prefer six to five. And also number two is my second from the bottom. I just like no, the, se- the second half of the film drags. Like it does. Uh, and is- it's not, and it's like, that's the one where fucking, uh, is that that's the one where Harris goes into the horse's ass, right? Cru- or Mauser goes into the horse's ass. Somebody goes into a horse's yeah, ass. Yeah, I think it's Mauser. Yeah, uh-huh. that joke sucks. Yeah, it isn't great. <laughs> yeah, although you know we we do have the introduction of Sweet Chuck, uh, Proctor, and wait, yeah, and um, fucking 
uh, what's his face? Um, Zed in there. Yes. And, um, and so I that, love Zed. So I, I ranked... Okay. Let's talk about what the, my oh, ranking you, first. You put two up there because of Zed. Because of Zed. Yeah, okay. that, that's that's why. Uh, but ultimately, like, three is my favorite because three is, like, I feel, feel like the most pure of them mm-hmm. in the sense that, like, it has Zed as a major character, Sweet Chuck. It's very goofy and lighthearted. That's the one where they go back to the academy mm-hmm. and they're, like, training the new batch of recruits. So it's, like, it's, it's almost a remake of the first one yeah. in a lot of ways. It's called uh, Three Back in Training. Back in Training, yeah. It's almost a remake of the first one, but it, I feel like it's, like, it's it's the most pure police academy gets mm-hmm. because it ends with this amazing jet ski chase scene that love I it. just fucking love. It's set to this, like, jam in 80s tunes. It's like, it's very goofy. It's very cheesy, but it's very, very fun. Mm. Four is, is very similar to that. It's yeah. not as good, but it is... Uh, it is really fun in the same sort of ways, and also it has a lot of Zed, which makes so it much Zed. Really like it's the yeah. most Zed of any of the films. Yeah, yeah. There's a, Zed really is Zed, incredible. Zed, yeah, um, Zed brings that one home. What was the what was the chase at the end of that one? I think that was the the hot air balloon chase. That's right. That was yeah. hot, hot air balloon. Yeah, yeah. And then five was the uh, the boats. Was the, yeah the the the, yeah, the, the the fan boats fan boats yeah. And then five. six was a monster truck. Right. Which was awesome. And that they just was. keep on upping the game until seven. And you're like, I mean, what can they do here? They got to like do fighter planes or something. And they don't, they don't do fucking anything. Yeah. They, they don't do fucking anything. It sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So seven's obviously the worst one. Uh, the other ones like five and six lose a lot of the major characters. So they're not as good, mm-hmm. but they, but I feel like six is a tighter version of five. Um, sure. for sure. Six is definitely better than five. And like five, the only point I'll get it give it is like a Rene Abergenois is a villain He's who fun. plays Odo in Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. We love Odo. Yes. We love Deep Space Nine. So, you know, I'll stand five simply for that. He plays the villain in it. And he, he gives an incredibly hammy performance. Oh, the whole movie it's, is super hammy. It's like he's a fucking cartoon character. Like, yeah. It's so dumb. Like the actual crux of the plot is where... He slips oh my God. and a briefcase Com- comically flies in the air, lands directly next to another briefcase that looks exactly like it, mm. and then Lassard picks up the other one and walks away. It's the dumbest thing I've it's ever such seen. It's dog so dumb. It. Five sex. Uh, yeah. yeah, six is better than five. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, as a whole, Police Academy, very, very fun. I would say if you're going to watch them, watch the first four. Yeah, uh, 100%. Just keep in mind, two kind of sucks, but three and four make up for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't really need to watch the rest of them. But if you do, they're not yeah, so bad. Like you, although two does suck, you do need to watch it. Mm-hmm. To know who because the, the fuck Zed is and, right, and stuff. Two, t- between two and three is like the only continuity between any of the films besides some oh, of yeah. the characters returning. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good fucking point. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and the thing is, like, they have some of the same jokes, and they never, like mentioned that they were they're like callbacks like the blue mm-hmm. oyster is in three of the films mm-hmm. and they never mention like <laughs> two of the same characters go exactly to the same place and they're like the second time they're like oh said this place has got a good salad bar and they end up in the exact same gay bar they got duped into going to like two films prior <laughs> i'm like how, how that that definitely happens and also like we we should probably talk about this. Uh, this is the last we're going to go into about Police Academy. But, okay, there is a scene in the very first film mm-hmm. where the Commandant Lassard, who is the, the like, leader of the Police Academy, mm-hmm. uh, gives a speech 
at a podium yes. and gets his dick sucked by a prostitute hired by Mahoney. Yes. Mahoney is also under the platform while the hooker sucks his dick. But it never shows the hooker sucking his dick. So no. one could presume that it's Mahoney actually giving the blowjob. And in my headcanon, that's well, exactly I what mean, happens. Well, I mean, it shows the, the, the you know, prostitute, uh, like, unzipping his pants. Yeah. It shows that part, and then it cuts away. They could have shared the dick. They could have shared now. the dick, they yeah. They could have been a double blowy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or one could have sure. taken the balls, one could have taken the shaft, you know yeah, what that's, I'm saying? That's true, yeah. Or they, if he had a big enough hog, okay. one could have done the shaft, one could have done the head, you know? Yeah, 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 that's <laughs> true. Well, I mean, <laughs> Lissard definitely had a big enough hog. Oh, definitely. Like, for we something all, like that. We all know, yeah. Lissard is packing just like a fucking Okay, so this is the part we need to talk about, though. Yeah. Lassard gets his dick sucked. It's a very comical scene <clears throat> where he's like giving a, a speech and he's like, oh, 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 and he's like getting his fucking dick sucked. And then mm-hmm. he comes and that is, you, you know, whatever, um, finishes speech, finishes his speech and like goes to finishes. Wa- all right. Yeah, he finishes. All right. But then he goes to walk away from the podium. He never looks to see like who is under the podium. But he walks away from the podium and then turns around and Mahoney leave like runs out from under the the podium and he's like oh and (laughs) it is never brought up again it's not brought up again however at the end of the film yeah mahoney receives an award and goes to give a speech Mm -hmm. and as he's starting to give the speech like the hooker is under the podium and unzips his pants Mm -hmm. and that's that's the final like joke of the film right yeah and so presumably presumably Lassard knew that it was actually the hooker who sucked his dick. How would he how, know? How, I don't. I don't know. I mean, the only information he has is he sees Mahoney leave from under the podium. Right. That's the only thing he knows. And so, but but I was gonna say, but the also the other <laughs> thing is like he accidentally just hires the same prostitute to suck Mahoney's dick. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah. He's which just is like, which is badass as shit. Yeah, you know, it rules. Like, hey, this dude saved the day. Uh, I'm going to just hire a prostitute to suck his fucking dick while he's giving a speech in public. Because that's my new kink that I yeah. just learned about. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> he did this to me, so uh-huh. I'm going to pay someone to do it to him. You know what would have been the best ending? Mm-hmm. Is if, like, Mahoney goes up to give the speech. And, and Lassard is under there. there under and and then sucks his dick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Dude, that would have been, been, uh, been next fucking level. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's for the reboot. They should use. Oh, they should do that yeah. joke. Like, oh, that's, that that's fucking. Bring it, that's bring it 2022 to, humor. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's that's, do it. That's yeah. queer shit right there. That's, I love that. That's some good shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah dude. Um, but yeah, that's the best part of, of Police Academy, I think, is that fucking joke. It is. Besides Zed, Zed is the no, best no. Part. Zed is literally the best. Bobcat Goldthwait, you are a fucking legend. Fucking god. <laughs> fucking god. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, uh, Brit. Yeah. Can you hit us with a bucket fact? I'd love to hit you with a bucket fact, dog. Bucket fact. 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 Uh. talk about Buckethead's vocal songs. Oh, yeah. Of course, he's performed a ton of music with vocalists, including Guns N' Roses, his project uh, Buckethead and Friends, uh, produced by Serge Tankian, Mm -hmm. The Deli Creeps, and many more. However, something we rarely hear is Buckethead himself singing. True. 
So his vocals are most prominent on his 1997 album uh, with his project with uh, Brian Mantia called Pieces. Okay. Called I, uh, I Need Five Minutes Alone. Is, is the Five song Minutes was, Alone. Or the, that's the name of the album. Uh, <clears throat> the album opens with a song called The Pieces Monologue, which is about a minute and a half entirely of Buckethead singing and speaking. Uh, the songs on the album All Wait and General Butterfly also have his voice. But his most complete vocal song on the album is Danielle, an acoustic song about saving Danielle Cheeks, a former porn actress whom Brain had been a fan of. What? You heard that correct. Okay. <laughs> I mean... Okay, this lends some credence to that the porn thing. The porn, so, so here's, the, which here's, was a fake story. I know, well, yeah. but like, so yeah, um, so Brian himself in an interview said that that porn thing never happened. Buckethead was never like yeah. watching porn for inspiration, and in fact, it was him that had done that. What? Yeah, and he he said, <gasps> yeah, he said that um, he had, and like it went back to um, in 1998. He was on like a very early type of uh, like music streaming thing with uh-huh. Primus and there's like he's just like what hanging out watching porn. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. mean that seems like like hanging out and watching porn seems like a thing you would do with the guys from Primus though. Right. Like that but but the, 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 uh, but you know you figure it's probably more the uh stuff that um Les makes at home with uh that whole band jacks off together though like for sure like they're in the tour bus just jacking off together yeah I, I mean, don't know. yeah uh, I mean I guess it's like a triangle jerk it's not really a circle with just three guys <laughs> I mean do you think they have like do you think they just have like rotating like drummers come in and jerk off with them or <laughs> I mean they they they're still touring so we we have they, to imagine yeah. Do you do you think that they like play Rush while they're doing it or their own? Definitely. Music? No, oh, definitely okay. Rush. Yeah. 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 At least on this tour. And they, they use the Rush poppers too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. 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 Um twenty uh two thousand one hundred and twelve of them. <laughs> Rush twenty one twelve. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know they call me the jerkin' man. I guess that's what I am. Um so aside from uh, this we get weird murmurs and occasional words and songs such as who me off of acoustic shards and a few tracks on bucket headland 2 mm-hmm. although on bucket headland 2 his voice work is credited entirely to the mysterious albert oh indeed indeed bucket fact bucket fact we listened to three more fucking pikes this week. How about fucking that? Fucking three more, baby. Pikes 148, 149, and 150. 150. Uh, Invisible Forest, Chicken Scoop Scope, or sorry, Chicken Coop Scope, uh-huh. and Heaven is Your Home for my father, Thomas Manley Carroll, respectively. Hell yes. Pike 148. Invis Able Forest. Yes. And it's it's pronounced Invis Able, like uh, A-B-L-E instead of I-B-L-E. Yes. Um, released on June 17th, 2015, just four days after Popcorn Shells. 
Four fucking days. Four fucking days. So this one is yeah. uh, split up into six different tracks called Step 1 through Step 6. Though it is all cut as though it is one big song. Definitely. Like, like it doesn't, everything... like, there's no, it's one big song. Yeah, everything flows into the next mm-hmm. song, and uh, it's all very much the same idea. Mm-hmm. And that idea is David Gilmore's guitar tones. <laughs> Sure. And I mean, David the, a Gilmore lot of people, solos. a lot of people on the internet were saying things like that, talking about Pink Floyd. It's it definitely sounded like '80s Pink Floyd <clears throat> the whole way through. Sure. I mean, it's like it's just like slow, emotive guitar. Yeah, but I mean, you know? very, but also with like, oh, you're kicking the the camera, bro. Oh, sorry. Um, uh oh. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's good. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, this album was fine. Yeah, this album is fine. It is definitely a. Um, it is a slow emotive guitar rock album, mm-hmm. and there are some pretty nice leads in it. Uh, not yeah. gonna lie, it's it's kind of background music. Yeah, I it's, mean, he- uh, it's one of the more popular styles of Pike. Like these, it this Pike is. and Pike One Fifty were. Um, they had a lot of views, a lot of comments. Yeah, which I mean, I I guess I get. Like he's yeah. he's good at that like emotive playing. Mm-hmm. However, I am very thankful like this isn't all Buckethead does because he, he's good yeah. at this. But yeah. it's like it's something I find kind of boring, especially after being exposed to so much fucking Pink Floyd in my youth. Sure, yeah, that's understandable. You know, you get uh, you just like after some, a while. Sometimes you wish you weren't here. <sighs> <laughs> Shut up, you crazy diamond. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Animal. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's fine. It's, yeah, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not great. I put it, like, directly in the middle of Buckethead's output. Sure. It's not bad. There's not nothing bad, bad about no. it. No, certainly. It's just, like, I don't know. Uh, if I want to listen to fucking David Gilmore ripping solos in the 80s i won't david david gilmore ripped a lot more than solos and i am talking about farts baby oh hell yeah oh hell yeah who do you think farted the most in pink floyd oh fucking roger waters for sure dude's such a hippie and hippies are always always be farting yeah roger waters is like very leftist and as a leftist myself i be farting (laughs) all the time like it goes along with the politics yeah i mean it's the lentils really like legumes like oh yes yeah the broccoli Mm -hmm. it's it's known Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Like, show me, like, a conservative radio talk show host that eats vegetables that make you fart. <laughs> show me show me a, show me a single, yeah. like, uh, like uh-huh. Sean Hannity or his ilk that knows uh-huh. what the fuck f- insoluble fiber is. <laughs> like, that shit nice. doesn't exist. Like... No, if, yeah. if, you, if you gave him, like, some, some Metamucil powder, they'd probably try to snort it. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, it's fucking... Fucking... Yeah doofuses like, yeah you hate to see you, it you only get that weird sort of like ultra flabby republican body mm-hmm. if you're just not 
eating enough fiber, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you just eat all this like processed shit and like mm-hmm. processed shit and steak. Yeah, it's like all, all if you subsist on fucking like steak and, and sides from Ruth's Chris. Like, <laughs> I, can we talk about fucking Ruth's Chris for a second? Because like the it name? is the worst name for a place ever. It took me like months to like un- just wrap my mind around so, what so, the fuck so was happening. Can, do you know the explanation of it? Yes, I do. So yeah, it was yes. it was named after. Like this, this lady's son named mm-hmm. Chris, and her name was Ruth. Mm-hmm. So it, it's Ruth's Chris. It's her Chris Steakhouse. I, I, my mind hurts. Now I, I, <laughs> I think it would be even better if they they tried to make it even more complicated and call it Ruth's Chris's Steakhouse. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like. I can't imagine there's a single fucking customer of that place that can pronounce the name correctly. I doubt, like, even the the hostess, like, yeah, they're like, "Hey, Ruth, Chris's steak, fuck." Uh, <laughs> oops. <laughs> yeah, they'll call back if it's really important. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's fucking hard, man. It's hard out here being yeah. a Ruth's Chris. And you know what? Speaking of steakhouses, uh-huh. I think this is steakhouse music. I I don't think it's steakhouse music. It's really? fucking it's it's the for the area where they hold weddings. It's the music that they play during the the like where the I don't know during the wedding. I guess yeah. I don't know. Like is I don't fucking understand don't, weddings. I, I, like who gets married? What are you doing? I feel like there's only like three types of steakhouses though, and all all, all of them have like their different soundtracks. Like uh-huh. you got like the uh, you know Lone Star Steakhouse and shit like that. Okay. Obviously they're playing country in there. You got the Brazilian Steakhouse. Obviously they're playing Roots by Sepultura. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, and doing Capoeira to the steaks. Yeah, obviously. That's how they. That's, that's how they. Uh, duh. You know, they, that's how they tenderize. Them, uh-huh. They beat them up with dance. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah. I actually didn't even think about Brazilian steakhouses. Add that four types of steakhouses. Right? <laughs> so you got the, the the Texas, you got the Brazilian uh-huh. or Argentinian, whatever. Who cares? Okay. Um, they they probably care, but yeah. you know. Okay. You, you got your uh, you know, your fucking like classic old man steakhouse. Okay. And that shit plays only like the Rat Pack stuff, you know. Okay. They they're playing like Dino. They're playing Frank Sinatra. They're playing Michael Bublé if they have to play new music. And it's all dog shit, you know. I hate those places. Okay. okay. What about and, like Benihana? That's not a steakhouse. I'm pretty sure it's in the name. I'm pretty sure it's a steakhouse. Shut the fuck up, Spencer. Stop, like, stop adding steakhouses to my goddamn. I'm talking about. You're the one that didn't I'm think talking, out your fucking list. You're shit. kicking the goddamn camera again. Actually, I think that made that's it fine. That's fine. Uh, it's better now. No, no, it's fine. Uh, but like, you didn't think out your fucking steak list, obviously. No, no. <laughs> I think you made a mistake, Spencer. <laughs> yeah. So I have I have stakes in this argument. Clearly, yeah. clearly, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Um, um, well, okay. But so anyway, <laughs> the last type of steakhouse before you add another fucking nationality of steakhouse that may or may not exist here, uh-huh. um, uh, is going to be just your regular steakhouse, and they play nothing but classic rock. Okay. But so, really? No, I, I, when I think of a steakhouse, I think of a place that has like, I don't know, it's like one of those upper upper fancy places where there's like yeah. the, the mood lighting mm-hmm. and they usually have like, I don't know, it's playing like either smooth jazz or like classical or yeah, something. Yeah, that, that, you're talking about the type of place that only plays like Frank Sinatra and that shit. Yeah, like yeah, and the it's old like man's and it's steakhouse. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you no, like I'm, I'm talking about the pedestrian. It's like thirty bucks a plate. You I'm know? talking pedestrian, like Sizzler Steakhouse. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, is I'm Sizzler not, a steakhouse or like fucking I don't know, uh, 
Golden Corral is technically a steakhouse. Oh, okay, I guess like, are you talking about like the TGI Fridays, Applebee's, yeah, like that Yeah, I think, that si- I think Sizzler's shit? a steakhouse, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would say Sizzler is like a fucking Applebee's kind of. Yeah, but I mean, like, they're known for steak. That's why it's called Sizzler. They're known for grilling shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I, I've never been to a Sizzler. You know, I wanted to go to one when I was Dude, a kid. Dude, there's, there's one in, I, in Tukwila. Tukwila, yeah, yeah, I've seen it, yeah. We should go I, to I don't Sizzler. No. Faggot. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that might actually get us. Uh, <laughs> don't say that on Twitch. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, sure. We'll we'll go with that. Whatever. Pike one forty nine. Yeah. Regardless of what kind of steakhouse this is playing in, they definitely only serve like Miller Light. Oh, okay. And, and what about like? Um, uh, I, I keep wanting to say Michelin, but it's not that. Michelob. Yeah. That's what I meant. Michelob Ultra? Um, yeah. Yeah, have you ever had a Michelob Ultra? I like Michelob, actually. Michelob, Michelob drinks pretty easy. Michelob Ultra is, like, way too light. It's um, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Michelob, dirty water. Michelob, for, for a beer made by Bush, doesn't suck. Most of their beers fucking suck. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I like I like a, a beer in that realm. I like to, You know what my favorite one is, honestly, is Corona in, in that room i like a corona with a lime I, i'm a basic bitch i guess so like there's so many better like mexican beers though true i mean like there there are like victoria soul like there's uh modelo dos Equis. i love i love modelo yeah modelo is great modelo with a lime mm-hmm. oh my god Hell yeah. oh my god so yeah, good like, no, the fucking Corona's bottom of the barrel. Corona's fine. It's it's in the same realm as those beers. I like a I like a Mexican beer with a lime. Corona is the COVID nineteen of beers. You can quote me on that. <laughs> okay, think, think about it. Uh, I I will one hundred percent think about that. But thank you for that. Thanks, right? everyone. Thanks you for that. We all like Coronavirus. that. Yeah. Pipe 149, <laughs> Chicken Coop Scope. One word, uh-huh. Chicken Coop Scope. Chicken Coop Scope. Released on June 18th, 2015, the very next day after Invisible Forest. The very next day. Um, This one was interesting. Yeah. Uh, the one the one thing that kind of remained the same throughout was the drums. Yeah. And they were like super in the front of the mix. Yeah, and they were pro- well programmed too, yeah. Well programmed, yeah. but they did not work at all on the first song. They overpowered everything in the mix and it was terrible. The the album got better as it went along, Absolutely. I would say. And it ended up becoming I think my favorite of the three this week. Uh, um yeah, I yeah. really liked the funkier parts in this one. They were really mm-hmm. fresh and it was a style of like funk stuff that I don't think I've really heard much yeah. of uh from him which felt fresh. He and did some exciting. interesting stuff especially yeah. on a uh, track 4 uh wire reflections. <clears throat> yeah. He starts out the song with these palm muted uh scale runs. Mm-hmm. that are insanely fast and i have no idea how we picked them while palm muted like it's very impressive it's very impressive uh and then he breaks into like a really cool funky scratch and picking thing mm-hmm. and yeah no uh i i would agree this is probably the best album this week um super funky super fun the first song like it almost lost me like mm-hmm. First song, I'm like, God, I hope not everything's like this. And then the drums come in on the second one. I'm like, God damn it, it's the same drums. But then he hits us with way heavier tones. Yes. That actually fit in the mix Uh instead of getting drowned out by the fucking drums. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I would agree. But yeah, it definitely got better up until Mm -hmm. track four, which uh, is definitely the standout track this week. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah. And that's a banger. Yeah. um, Yeah. It's really fucking good. Yeah. 
Um, so we're, we're going to go back to uh, steakhouses for a second because yeah. you forgot and uh, chat pointed out Outback Steakhouse. God damn it, <laughs> dude! You you're Shut the fuck okay. Up. Your your steakhouse list. Not gonna lie, it sucks. We dude, like, it, it, I mean, and I'm still caught up on I it was, because so, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Can I requalify this? <laughs> okay, uh, going back three types of American steakhouses. I'm pretty sure Outback Steakhouse is an American company. <laughs> it's the Outback Steakhouse, Spencer. It doesn't matter if it's an American company. Benny Han is probably American too, but it's a Japanese fucking steakhouse. You're having a real blooming onion about this, okay? <sighs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Anyways, we were talking about Pike 148. Uh, uh, chicken coop scope 149 oh i'm sorry pike 149 chicken it's all coop good. scope it's all good so, uh, uh chicken coop scope yeah this one's uh separated into five tracks mm-hmm. um they were all pretty good yeah uh, except for the first one yeah as, as i said the the drums dog shit four best song uh song five uh the wonders of feathers got like pretty reverby the guitar tone changed up a bit he was using some different effects Mm-hmm. It was a nice way to end out the album, I'd say. I would agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah uh, right. I really I liked the way that it progressed. It was pretty good. I would say that one, you should listen to that one if you yeah. are listening to the Pikes. It's a worthy listen. Yeah. Um, as a soundtrack, it is Taco Truck Music. Interesting. I thought it'd go on an indoor roller coaster um, through like a funky chicken coop. You know, <laughs> where like the. But what if what if what if it was just like a really big taco truck and like they were just making tacos, chicken tacos? Sure. All right. It it I has the, energy, you know, which is like I feel not, like it's cool. Like there, I don't, I feel like there's not a whole lot of um I don't know like Mexican or Hispanic energy to this at all. Mm. Latin energy. No, I guess that's a a fair point. Yeah. Maybe we're stealing valor a little bit with that uh. Yeah, that taco truck. Stealing Taco Valor? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. Pike 150. Yeah. Uh, let's let's bring down this mood a little bit here. This was yeah. called Heaven is Your Home for My Father, Thomas Manley Carroll. Oh, um, yeah. His, uh, Buckethead's father passed about nine months before this Pike was released. True, yes. Um, the first Pike that he released... Uh, after his father's death was Pike 78, which is one of the very few untitled Pikes. Mm-hmm. And most people assume that is the reason it is untitled. Yes. Um, um, <clears throat> this is a very emotive mm-hmm. uh, guitar centric record in the style of Pike 148. Uh, it is yeah. very, it's, it's even slower than 148. Definitely. It is certainly. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. it reminds me a lot of his tribute Pike for his mother. Yeah. Yeah, um, it does. It does. It which was released about a year and change <clears throat> earlier. It, this one, uh, I will say, you know, to its credit does have a little bit of dynamics, mm-hmm. um, later on in the record, you know, towards the end, it does change up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all very emotive and all very sad. Yeah. And, so I actually, um, mm-hmm. I was interested in this, so I did a little bit of research, and I went and found the um, the local newspaper uh, story, uh, his obituary, basically. Oh, yeah. And uh, the comments were open on it, and a lot of different people commented. And uh, he was the athletic director for a high school for 40 years of his life. Whoa. Uh, from, yeah, the 19, like the 
early seventies or something up, up until one year before his death is when he retired. Whoa. Um, I know. Right. And so he touched a lot of people's lives. Like, uh, there was so much love for that guy coming out there. Like a bunch of people described him as like a very fair, honest, like hardworking dude. He was like kind to everybody. And he always had like a chewed, but like very rarely lit cigar in his mouth. Huh. Which has, which is like a very specific type of person that I think is fun to envision, you know. Interesting. Yeah. What a character. Yeah. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. We love to see it. Yeah, yeah. In the chat, they, they say they're they're boning downstairs, headboard on the wall. Uh no, they're definitely hanging something. It's yeah. it's yeah, definitely hanging something. I mean, unless they're very method, unless <clears throat> they're like thrusting like eleven times, and then they come, and then. <laughs> A couple minutes later, it's like five more thrusts, just as hard as possible. Yeah. I fuck efficiently, baby. <laughs> um, five oh, pump dump, baby. Speaking of which, okay, I'm sorry. We got to go back to Pike 149 for a moment here. Okay. Um, because when I was listening to this, like, towards the end of that record, it gets super, super funky. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's it's very funky music. And so I was just, like, kind of dancing around my apartment. I was stoned, okay? Okay. Um, dancing around my apartment. I was also just wearing my underwear because, like, I don't give a fuck when I'm hanging out in my apartment mm-hmm. tight, you know? And, like, I started just, like... I was curious and I just started doing some like sex moves, you know, just to like see what it would feel like to have sex to that music and like have funky sex. Cause like funky sex yeah. is not were really they, a thing that you, were people they sex have moves or were they like Bob Seger esque night moves? <laughs> we don't, we don't, we don't speak his name here. Oh, is this the, is he the, the, the one whose name shall not be spoken? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, we don't talk about BS here. Uh, that's my initials. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> no! Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's terrible. But, uh, you know, so, you know, funky sex is just not really a thing, you know? It's like, I don't know. It could be, but it's so weird. Dude, <laughs> Booty, have you seen Booty Collins' wife? Oh. Oh, there's gotta be some funky sex going on there. Imagine, <laughs> imagine the pipe that motherfucker lays. <laughs> I know. Right? I know. God. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I wonder if he ever like went out with Buckethead and they like I wonder if Buckethead and Bootsy Collins ever went to a strip club together. Dude, cuz that would be the most incredible. Like if I if I got to choose like a moment to go hang out with Buckethead, it would be that moment and I would just want to see that. That would be very especially if he like had Herbie tip everybody. Oh my God! And yes, puppet. yes, yes, and puppet in the strip club. Yes. <laughs> yeah, are you allowed to bring puppets in the strip club? I, let's. I need to know. <laughs> I gotta find out. Do I? Do I? Do I have to text my stripper friends again and find uh, out, Spencer? Uh, we well, let's do some research and uh, get back to it. Yeah, okay. yeah, please. Right. I, I would imagine they would just be just they would just go on, along with it as long as it wasn't like the. You know, yeah. As long as you weren't trying to like stick your fucking muppet up their pussy. <laughs> oh my god, is there mu- <laughs> is there muppet porn? Well, I mean, specifically like human ex muppet. Yeah, because I mean, porn. there's definitely rule thirty four porn. Yeah, I mean, sorry, rule thirty four muppet stuff. Like, well, I mean, definitely like the background of my phone for a long time was like that Kermit with a huge dick. Sick. Um, you know, <laughs> do you do you think there's like rule 34 stuff like where they're actually puppets, though, like pictures of puppets? Oh, that would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. No, but it, like I want to see like a person fuck a, a Muppet. 
Oh, that's fucked up, dude. I know. I know. Dude, like, does that exist? Up. If you if you if you have seen that or find that, send that to me at New Metal Karate Society Instagram. Send mm. it to me. I want to see it. Thanks. I, I don't. Oh, send I'll send it, it to send you it to too. I mean, like, I'm immediately gonna send not. it to Brit. Like, uh, so I mean, why? please send it to me. But don't, like, why? I'm just gonna send it to Brit why? too because Brit don't, needs to experience why? it. Because we talked about this earlier, manifesting things we talk about on the podcast in reality is a whole ass vibe, and we're gonna do it as many times as we can. You walked by the the, the sock store. How am I gonna <laughs> avoid the sock store? It's like in the <laughs> middle of downtown, like. That is true. That is true. Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> Anyways, Pike 150 was uh, it was a, a slow, a beautiful, emotive record. Mm-hmm. A lot of the comments uh, on it were very it was people sharing things about people they lost, yeah. and like kind of coming together about that, which is really nice and, mm-hmm. and wholesome. And I don't want to poke too much fun at that. So the comments that we'll be talking about don't come from that particular record. That that makes sense. I mean, this is definitely, you know, something that meant a lot to Buckethead. So, yeah, for sure. You know, I think it's it'd be respectful to not tread too harshly on that ground. Hundred percent. But it was 100%. a it was a good album. Um, yeah. As I said, it reminded me a lot of his <clears throat> other kind of tribute albums. It's it's Certainly, not my yeah. my favorite mode of Buckethead, but but bots love this shit. They Bots do, and it, it's a really popular one, and mm-hmm. I understand why. Yeah, uh, it is a very important pike for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. And uh, you yeah. know, maybe maybe going back and listening to this at a point where I'm grieving might make it make a lot more sense to me. Yeah, I I would I would say that. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, this, this album obviously comes from a very specific place in Buckethead's life, which I have not experienced. Both both of my parents are still alive. Yeah. Same. And so I, uh, you know, I, I, I just don't know. I don't know until I know. So, Yeah. Yeah. Just like uh, Biggie said. Um, so I would say we, we don't really need to say what that's a soundtrack to. It's already very clearly defined. Um, so we're just going to leave that as it is. And I was wondering, Britt. Yeah. Would you like to go on a journey with me? A journey. Why, wherefore to, my friend? Why to the Bucket Void? Statements from the Bucket Void. Bucket Void. Oh, oh my, my God. God. We're here. Oh, we're wow. Here. We're here. We made it. We made it all the way here. It took so long, but we're here. Oh boy. Um, this is the part of the show where we like to, you know, shine a light into the dark parts of the world, the internet, the the anus of the internet, if you will. YouTube comment sections. Yeah, that is definitely if I mean um, I mean the butthole like <laughs> it's it's a source of pleasure though, so I don't know if we can really count that as the butthole. Uh well, these comments are both a source of, you know, you know, bad stuff and good stuff. I don't think there's anything good here. I think it's the taint. I think it's the oh, yeah, completely okay. useless, like forgotten part of the body that's only there to get hairy and dirty. Yeah, that's like, true. That's what that's the YouTube true. comments really are. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of hairy and dirty, YouTube user Beeltrum169 <laughs> says, yeah, one nice. year ago, I try listening to other stuff, then I realize I need more bucket. 
No one compares. The fact is, everyone else is great. Led Zepp, Floyd, Hendrix, etc. The bucket, unbelievable. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah sure. Bucket, bucket is... <laughs> I do still sometimes have a hard time believing Buckethead exists. Yeah. Like, even though I am very, very sure he is a living, breathing human being, mm -hmm. still sometimes I'm like... You ever I, think you're just in a fight club? Yeah, like, right? Like, yeah. Like, are are you actually me? And is yeah. this podcast actually <laughs> just my, my psyche? Is oh, this dude, my inner monologue? Who, is this my inner dialogue? Who's the main character? I don't know. No. Yeah, yeah. I know. Asking the real it's questions. It's you, listener. Here. Yeah. It's you. This podcast You're making us exist. up. Yeah. Yeah. Britain Ryan Straw. <laughs> like, that's a real name? Get the N fuck out of here. New Metal Karate Society? This is fake. Yeah, come on. On 100, this is, no one would do this. This is as no fake one. as a karate gi with the St. Anger fist on the back of Which it. Which I definitely didn't see at a Fred Meyer in no, Shoreline, Washington in 2018 no possible way you could have no no possible way um no no one no person ever will make 50 episodes of a buckethead podcast that's it's ridiculous. never gonna happen ridiculous fucking ridiculous yeah tyler durden tyler durden mm -hmm. okay the joker yeah. Why We're, so serious this is our tyler durden burden this is your tyler <laughs> durden burden all right. Uh, speaking of Tyler Durden, uh, YouTube user Bacchus Andonius says, I have no idea what this type of slow emotional rock is called. I think you just called it. I think it's called slow emotional rock. You, you did it. Holy <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, wow. Wow. How did you not know? Look at, it was look, right there. Look at Mr. All Music over here. I calling know. The shots on genres. Right, holy great shit. fucking job, Nailed asshole. it. Yeah. Nailed it. Um... Uh, Walker Farnsworth says 11 months ago, friend, colon, what genre does Buckethead fall under? Me, colon, yes. Okay. Tammy Marshall has a different idea, though, and responds, I'd say mostly blues. Okay, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, mean, shut the fuck up, Tammy. He uses the blues scale often enough, but it's uh -huh. and some of his stuff is bluesy, but it is rare as fuck, if ever, that he plays an actual like blues progression. Mm. A 12, 16, 20, yeah. 24 bar blues, that like never yeah. happens. That's true. Like That's he never true. plays the common. one four five four fucking blues. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, Bernardo Bergerson mm -hmm. says six years ago, did his dad really passed? Yeah. Yes. Dad yeah. His dad really passed. Passed, uh, uh, passed he, gas. That is hey, hey, fart. fart talk. Um, <laughs> uh, miss misanthrope one says, don't hate that name. It's fun. Oh, wait a second. No, she stole that from a fucking pink album. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I miscalled it. Mr. Misanthrope. Oh, I like that better. Okay. Says five years ago, my chickens and I love this pike. My rooster flaps his wings and crows when he listens to this. Well, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say. 
Dog Machine says, I'm glad that this happens. What kind of what kind of dog machine do you think that is? <laughs> dude. Do you think it's, it's like a it's fuck a, machine? Dude, yes. It, it is a dog machine. So it probably like consumes food and shit. That's what I would imagine a dog oh, machine does. Okay. So I was I was thinking like a fuck machine, like a, a fucking pocket pussy on uh-huh. something that like jerks off a dog. Oh, <laughs> that kind of dog like, machine. Like, yeah, like an, okay. a, a, an automatic, like, dog jerker offer. So you can, <laughs> yes, like, yes. stud dogs and breed dogs. Yeah, totally. You know? I mean, as you do, you, you got to stud these dogs. Yeah, because... Uh, what, uh, what, what are you going to do? You got all these dogs. You got to stud them. Yeah. You don't, you, you, can't, well, you don't have time to be jerking them off yeah. by hand it, all day. And you, you can't stud them like a battle jacket. No, know? no, They'll it's kill not... kill the dog. Exactly. It's not like, like a battle jacket. No. So you're like... All right, I gotta get this dog jerker offer. So you type into into AliExpress top dog jerker offer, or just dog machine, and and then, or just dog machine, and then <laughs> a lot a lot's gonna come up. You type dog machine into AliExpress, you can get a lot of results. <laughs> you're gonna get a lot of different stuff, but. You know, dog machine sex maybe is what you need to type in order to get okay. <laughs> the proper or dog fucking machine or dog jerker. <laughs> dog, dog jerker. jerker. Yeah, dog, dog, jerker. Dog, dog jerker. Although, although ordering it from AliExpress, you might get dog jerky. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said it. Uh, no, you're right. You're right. Um, yeah, I love the idea of a dog machine. Yeah, dog machine. Uh, by the way, is a great like. Uh, if Ministry had another band name, yes. it, it would be Dog oh, Machine. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Yeah. That, you're, you're right. Yeah. It's that style of music, for mm. sure. Like, 90s industrial. Like, yeah. 1,000%. Mm. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. We're going to start a band called Dog Machine, make some songs for the show. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> it could be good. This is... Uh, <laughs> It's just going to end up sounding like Primus, though. You know, it's oh, like Industrial fuck. Primus. Whoa. Industri- <laughs> okay, Industrial Primus is the name of the episode. <laughs> As opposed to uh, Commercial and Residential Primus. <laughs> yeah, this is Zoned Industrial Primus. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, you must comply with zoning. If you need to change the zoning of this particular area for any particular reason, you need to talk to the city manager and get, get approval. Or the, the Primus Zoning Board. <laughs> Or the hey. Spencer dot zoning board. Oh, hey. hey. Um, Bernardo Bergerson returns. Oh, no. Says, quote, holy shit, serious. I'm here again because this is simply out of this world. Had a dream. The Buckethead was in my house cooking meat for me. The awesome way he is. And then we had dinner together. Woke up and I I really felt I needed to hear some pikes again. Brings meaning to my ears. Meaning to your ears? Yeah. I, so, like, hearing things isn't meaning enough? <laughs> well, I, it, I like it, that. You're drawing meaning from sound. When you're I, hearing stuff. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But Like, like when I hear toilet sounds, I draw a meaning from that. That's fair. Toilet yeah. sounds are fun. Yeah, they're great. Uh, one of my... <laughs> uh, at work, we have all these speakers that you can connect to with your phone if you know the passwords. But, Ooh. like, I've worked there for so long that I know the passwords to all the, mm-hmm. the speakers. So, as a result, like, anywhere I am in the store when I'm connected to the Wi-Fi, I can connect to any of the speakers in the store. And I can make them play anything that I want, uh, which is amazing um so like when i have there's a certain uh work area where like uh me and my coworkers do a lot of work Mm -hmm. uh for the particular team that i'm on and um i connect to the speaker in there sometimes and just like make it play fart sounds at maximum volume uh because it's fucking amazing it's just all of a sudden like you'll be walking by and you'll hear a muffled like (laughs) 
<laughs> this, is, this is incredibly immature. <laughs> it's so good. And <laughs> it's uh it's a lovely time. So hey, hey, that's that's a recommendation for all y'all out there. You know, send uh, fart sounds to your uh. gogers. Uh, but anyways, Bernardo Bergerson, he left that comment six years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, he returned to the comment. Oh wow. Two years later. Wow. So four years ago. Mm-hmm. And left this follow-up comment to clarify something. I think we really needed to understand for for context. Clear this up for us. So Bernardo Bergerson says four years ago, no homo BTW. (laughs) Did it take him two years to figure out that the... Wait, wait, I'm sorry. What was supposed to sound homo? No, No part of it. Well, no, can you read back the original comment? Oh, yeah, comment? yeah. Let, let's read back the original comment. I want to I try to decipher what he thinks could have been homosexual about this. So, Bernardo Berg, what he said, he said, Holy shit, serious. I'm here again because this is simply out of this world. Had a dream that Buckethead was in my house cooking meat for me, the awesome way he is. And then we had dinner together. Woke up and I really felt I needed to hear some pikes again. Brings meaning to my ears. I think he, he like it does kind of imply that he had sex with Buckethead in his dream. Like Not I like that I mean like, like Buckethead just cooks dinner for him like But then they had then then they had dinner and then he woke up. Like Yeah. Do you do you ever eat a meal and then sleep and then wake up the next day? <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just saying like that sounds what, pretty gay, Spencer. That's just where I think pretty he, fucking gay of That's you. where I think he's going, okay? Where do you think he's going with it? That's that's why he's like no and homo. It, it, it took him two fucking years. <laughs> like he's just like I like that. That was in the back of his mind for like two yeah. years, and he's like, oh man, I really like hope those people in that comment section on that buckethead video don't think I'm gay. He just spent two years without the internet, like as a park ranger or something. Yeah, with no signal yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like every day wakes up, yeah. he's like, God damn it, those motherfuckers on the buckethead, the YouTube, they think I'm a f- a fucking f word. Yeah, like, <laughs> he, he fucking like the moment he gets back to civilization, he he's finds like, a computer, and, and he's like looking through all of them to, to find the is, comment because he's like, it? I don't where remember it? where I left where that. Is where is it? Yeah, well, uh, um, pretty good, Bernard. Um, yeah, I, I gotta say, uh, you're gay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, as, you're probably gay. You pro- your, queer, your dream, your dream was about having sex with Buckethead, yeah, and that's cool. I'm glad that like you gay. wanted to have gay sex. You should mm-hmm. pursue that. Um, yes, yes, homo Bernard. Yes, yes, homo. Yes, yes, homo. Yes, um, uh, YouTube user Ken Heinrich says six years ago. Oh, my speak to text screwed me again. It said spikes when I meant pikes. Does it all the time? I mean, how often <laughs> is he using tech? Or speech to text. So here's the thing: he wasn't responding to a comment. Like there was no previous comment to this. He didn't have another comment on the oh, the thread. So it was I like, I love that. <laughs> that's why I liked it too. It's like he's oh. like saying this information about his trouble using his phone to no one in the buckethead comment section. It's great. Yeah, that's that's just like a fucking like someone showing up in the comment section for buckethead being like. uh had trouble starting my car today. Like, yeah. And, and okay. Yeah. yeah. What does that have to do with fucking anything? Yeah. What does it have to do with anything? Um, I bet he, I bet he, he and Bernard suck each other's dicks. 
Yeah, they gotta. They gotta. Yes. YouTube user Palmer Eldritch two years ago brings down the mood and says, when the biosphere finally collapses and we face our own long night at the end, I will be sitting in the dark listening to Buckethead. Yeah, okay. Uh, (laughs) So you think climate change is going to destroy our world and somehow you're still going to have like ample power to listen to Buckethead at all times? Yeah, like. Maybe not going to be the reality, but we'll this see. is an interesting like end times fucking day after tomorrow scenario where somehow like society collapses, uh-huh. but you still have like fucking YouTube and shit. Yeah, we're definitely going to have YouTube at the end. Yeah, yeah, I feel like the way <laughs> we're going, like you, YouTube is going to be like there long after humans are. Like, oh, for sure. When the aliens come and like discover our fucking crumbling civilization or completely crumbled civilization, yeah, our extinct yeah, yeah. civilization, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. they're going to look at the YouTube comments and be like, oh, that's why they, they ended. Yes. Yeah. 1,000%. It's, it's not going to be a, <clears throat> a mystery at all. Yeah. Okay, so I know I said earlier we weren't going to talk about comments from Pike 150, but we are going to talk about one comment well, you from Pike did 150. One, uh, asking if his dad had passed. That was not on Pike 150. What? Yes. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. That was on Pike 149, yes. Why? It, that's why it was funny. <laughs> That's a, what? Okay. Fine, fine go. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. It, it was weird. Okay. Um, anyways, so th- there were a lot of really nice, respectful, beautiful comments, uh, like talking about people who had passed, talking about Buckethead's father, you know, just respectful, like nice things. Mm-hmm. And then um, YouTube user Benja F, three years ago, leads a, leaves a very different comment and says, they leave a timestamp at the beginning, 315. OMG, this part is orgasmic. I have never heard something like this before. They they all capsed orgasmic. This is beautiful. Hey, Spencer, have you ever uh, came to a tribute album for some dead father? (laughs) Uh, Benja F has. Uh, apparently so. Like, just tight. I like to. I like to imagine they were just baiting while listening, and then then like came and then like was like, oh, I know, this music is nice. Uh, do, you, do you think they had like the obituary pulled up and they, <laughs> like, oh, it's so sad. It's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's dark. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, a. Uh, extremely Polish name that I'm not even going to try <laughs> to fucking pronounce says one year ago edited my only god is Buckethead I was an anti-theist but now I'm a Bucketheadist hell yeah that's that's probably Richard Dawkins huh yeah probably like I, yeah. I love that they said anti-theist yeah. that's that's really good that is that is a metal dork right there <clears throat> that that dude fucks with black metal mm-hmm. that dude listens to so much fucking black metal like there's no way <laughs> fucking a um I just think that's a funny comment pretty good pretty fucking good um now we have a, a visit from our friend. Oh, we do. Our, we have we have a yeah. We have a, we have two visits from our friend. I'm gonna read one, and you're gonna read the other. Hell yeah! And I'll send you the one you're gonna read. Here we go. Master of the ship key, a bucket thought divine. Come and do it, 
Hell yeah. So this is, I think, uh, I think this is also a comment from Pike 150. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, so two comments. Uh, says three, Jordan Vine, our friend, mm-hmm. says three years ago, wonderful, lovely, sublime, and extremely beautiful. Buckethead touches the heart and soul so fucking easily. Hell yeah. Magnificent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That was Jordan Vine? That's Jordan Vine. That's not Jordan Vine. That's Jordan Vine. What happened to his keyboard? Uh, all lower caps. Did the shift key just finally give up? I, I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. um, I, I think this was his way of leaving a respectful comment. Because like it's all it is a respectful comment. Yeah. And uh I love that he still included a fucking, you know? Yeah. The, yeah. Like he <laughs> He I has mean, the right energy. energy. Yeah, yeah. He just he just has that right energy, and like yeah. you know, did someone, but did someone like give him quaaludes or something? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Maybe like he was about to go to sleep. Like, or you, do you think Jordan Vine sleeps? <laughs> I think he eventually passes out. Yes, no, yeah. That, that like makes more he sense. he loses energy at some point. Yeah. Like, uh, but no, he is a true keyboard warrior, as as seen with the other comment that I found from him this week mm-hmm. uh, that I've shared with you. <clears throat> There's only two words here that are not all uppercase. <laughs> you don't have to scream them. You can just you can just channel the energy in the way like we don't need to be super loud. It's okay. Okay. Buckethead is without doubt or any hesitation the best and greatest guitarist to ever 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 exist. Buckethead Forever! Wow, thanks for that, Britt. That was really beautiful. You really channeled the right energy oh, yeah. with that. Some, and yeah, um, Sometimes I just feel that Jordan Vine. Sometimes you just feel that Jordan Vine. Welling up inside, you know? Yeah, welling up inside you. No homo. Oh, yes, actually, yes, yes homo. Yes, yes homo. homo. Yes, yes homo. homo. We, big yes homo here. Yes. yes. Um, uh, we're going to close things off um, with a statement from the Britain Boyd, and we're not doing the song. <laughs> not doing the song. Shut up. No song. No. We're just statement. ending. No. Don't sing it. Shut up. It's not happening. We're, this is it. It's like, you stand Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> on, on fucking, uh, on fucking September 22nd, 2021 Ooh, at 6:50 p.m. Yeah. You texted me. One day you're gonna shave your mustache and get LASIK, only to realize you've transformed into a much less beloved version of Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brit. <laughs> I mean, I mean, no shade. You just have like Weird Al's hair, and and yeah, like he's yeah. just the most beloved person. So he's the most beloved Weird Al for sure. No matter how like beloved you would be as a version of Weird Al, you could never reach his level. Yeah, I don't think Weird can be mine. Like I could be perverted Spence. Ooh, strange Spencer. Strange Spencer. Stay Ooh, away from that Spencer. Strange Spencer. Stay away from that Ooh, Al. I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's weird. Um, yeah. Ma- maladjusted Al. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
We love to see it. We love to see a local pervert. Uh, speaking of local perverts, Britt, what do you have to recommend me this Ooh, week? I got a big recommendation <clears throat> this week. So as you know, hmm. I don't really like video games. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Well, I mean, sort of. You, you, I, you used to play more games than you do now. I did. It's yeah. something I remember I when just, we first met, you played quite a bit of games. Yeah, interest in gaming it definitely has waned for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what it is, but I think a lot of it is like the games they make today really aren't... Up, I mean, they're not really made for me. Like, a lot of them are super action-packed. There's just, like, a lot of stuff. And, like, that's fine, but I... um. To give you an idea of the games I like, like my very favorite game of all time is got to be uh, Shadow of Colossus. Uh, okay. It's like super atmospheric. Yeah. There's a really kind of loose storyline, but more than anything, it's getting lost in a big, crazy atmosphere. Yeah, that's a nice thing. I like yeah. that too. And uh, so with that, I have to make a huge recommendation if you're into that type of thing for Kingdom Come Deliverance from 2018. Tell me more about this game. I remember when they did a Kickstarter for this game mm-hmm. because it was supposed to be like a hyper-realistic medieval simulator. Yes, and that is exactly what it is. So the best way I can describe it to people is <clears throat> it's a lot like Skyrim in terms of gameplay and how everything is structured, but instead of magic and exciting quests, <laughs> you get lost a lot. <laughs> people hate you if you don't <laughs> bathe. You learn a whole bunch about early 15th century Hungarian and Czech politics in relation to the Holy Roman Empire. Uh, And instead of dragons, they have period accurate architecture. (laughs) Dude, that fucks. Dude, it's the game is paced like um, a a five part episode of Dan Carlin's hardcore history. Rock. uh, In that it is methodical, very historical and just slow as fuck. Yeah. And it's amazing. Nice. Like, you'll spend, like, five hours just trying to find a poacher who's, like, poaching the Lord's rabbits. <laughs> and then, like, you'll get nothing for it. <laughs> you'll get nothing. The guy will be like, well, I wasn't going to pay you, but it took you too long. And you're like, fuck! <laughs> well, I guess that's kind of realist. God damn it. I hate how good this game is. <laughs> like, Nice. Nice. But yeah, if you're into rad. like history, like big into history and like 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 Skyrim type gameplay, it's like that, but like a lot better. Like the the combat system especially is incredibly dense. Don't you have like full control over the sword, or you like do. you can so, do like a lot of different yeah, strikes? Yeah, with so there's the different types of strikes, and there's uh, six different zones you can hit with the sword, and like that also uh, makes blocking a lot harder because like if someone raises their sword to a certain position, you have to raise raise your shield or sword to that position in order to effectively block it, and it's just like it the so game dense. is a fucking chore. But I. Uh, I've had it for three days and I've played like 20 hours. So it's a chore. I like doing that's that's great. It's a history chore. I want you to play more dense fucking historical games and uh, well, tell me, tell me which ones there are because like you should play Crusader Kings. I've actually heard good things about that. And I've I I, so Crusader Kings mm three, which is the most current one. That one is, uh, it's the fucking densest game I've ever played. You're basically creating a lineage in middle, middle Europe. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, it's, 
Yeah, it's fucking insane. Oh, God. Uh, what was that fucking game? Uh, Kaiserreich. You want to talk dense? Kaiserreich is insane. It's like... I have no idea what that is. So it, it, um, it's like a historical revisionism game based on the idea that Austro-Hungary and the German Empire basically won World War I. Okay. And oh, I think I've heard this. Yeah, and uh, it's like incredibly political, super fucking dense. Too dense for me. Because like your country, like you have to spend time on like each individual unit. Not in it. You can't, there's no way to like get out of it or like go faster. Excuse me. Like there isn't civilization or anything. Like you have to spend time on the statistics for everything. It's nuts. Uh, I wouldn't recommend that one. What would you recommend this week, Spencer? So I, uh, like last week, I've been listening through the discography of another band. Um, in this case, I've been listening through the discography of the band Catatonia. Mm-hmm. And I will admit I'm not super familiar with Catatonia outside of like their first album or like the album with harsh vocals. I forget if that's the, their first or second album. I don't remember. Um, but that's the album I've listened to before. Um, and that's a really cool record. But the rest of their music, of which they have a lot of albums, is is of a very particular style. And that is like heavy ethereal rock with clean vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, it's heavy and it's kind of sad and it's kind of metal here and there, but it's, uh, it's not like Evanescence. Not, no, just like Evanescence. Not really. It's like, they're like a, uh, a, a much more simplified and streamlined Opeth. Oh, uh, so okay. like, so they're like kind of more like Evanescence then. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I mean, I guess some of their stuff, not the furthest off from something like Evanescence. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> Uh, they, they're, they're an interesting band. Uh, I got turned on to them by our mutual friend and past guest, Monty McCleary, mm-hmm. who that is one of Monty's favorite bands. And okay. I know that. And so I was like, you know, I've never really given them like a proper listen outside of a few records here and there. So mm-hmm. I went back and I listened to the 1999 record, uh, tomorrow's, uh, fuck is it yesterday's decision or tomorrow's decision? I'm not sure. Uh, but it's the 1999 record that Dan Swano plays drums on. Dan Swano, the oh, band he leader. Plays drums. Yeah. The, da- the, the band leader from uh, Edge of Sanity plays drums on uh, tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow's decision by Catatonia. And that's, that record is really good. So that, it's like their first few records where they're kind of figuring out their sound are really like kind of basic they're kind of raw it's just like literally like a guitar a bass drums and clean vocals like that's it they're very rarely like is really anything like super special or fancy about it but that record is where they started to kind of like produce it a little bit and that became a theme a a theme for their later records where they really started like producing and making music that's really like atmospheric and dense with like layers and stuff Uh any did Dan Swano do any production for him? At all, I'm not he... sure. Okay. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't really know. Um, I would. I should look into that. Yeah, I'll report back next week. But, anyways, uh, the album that I would like to recommend is the 2005 album. Oh, fuck, I forgot the name of it. I better get it right. Well, I, I recommend 1999 Tomorrow's Decision for sure. But I would also recommend 2005's the great. Or sorry, 2006's the Great Cold Distance. 
Uh, this is the one that Monty said was his favorite record, and that's why I listened to it. And it is really fucking good. Like, it is their style, but, like, really perfected. It's interesting with this band in particular because they put out an album almost every year for a few years. Oh, wow. And, like, they're all very fucking similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but they figure out their sound, and they streamline it in a, in a way. So, anyways, it's heavy ethereal rock uh, in, like, a mournful kind of, like, almost post-rock kind of way i don't know they're really fun i li- i would recommend checking them out if you're interested in that kind of stuff killer fuck yeah oh yeah dude but it's time for my favorite part of the show oh is it yeah it is okay i guess i'm so ready i guess uh, i guess i have to do this what's the difference between the liner notes in death metal albums and musical notation uh tell me more well uh some death metal guitarists actually read the liner notes <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, why did the libertarian drown? <laughs> Tell me. Well, his flag told him not to tread, and he couldn't read on me in time. <laughs> that joke sucks. <laughs> in a great way, it's beautiful. Good job, Brian. What uh what sounds like Primus and loses money? Whoa. All of Les Claypool's other bands. <laughs> ah, yes, that's true. How how does he keep? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. Why does Jimmy Page love the band Traffic? Uh, I don't know. Well, it oh. reminds him of what he does with fourteen-year-old girls. Oh, oh no! Your GoPro <laughs> just died. What happened there? I'm not sure. Oh. That's uh pretty interesting. We're that just is... gonna keep going. It's yeah, chill. I mean, it, yeah, we're we're almost done. Yeah, we're almost just, done. Just drag it over there. Um, good, good. Yeah. That's a good position for jokes. Why not? What's plastic, full of semen, and covered in black and white makeup? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh the, no! The rape kit for one of Gene Simmons' victims. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, no. What do you call three white assholes without any rhythm? I think I know the answer. As of a few weeks ago, the Rolling Stones. <laughs> um, you know, although I'm happy Charlie Watts, when he was still alive, uh, punched Mick Jagger in the face in 1984. We, we love that. Yeah, yeah it really kind of sucks that he recently beat him to death. <laughs> He did. Yeah. He did. What is Eric Clapton's favorite inverse mathematical relationship? Oh, no. Billboard chart positions to number of floors his sun plummets. <laughs> According to Luthiers, what is the exact perfect pitch for a Gibson Les Paul? Tell me. Pitching it in a dumpster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck Gibson. <laughs> uh, what does Meatloaf, uh, famous singer Meatloaf, <laughs> big old fat singer actor Meatloaf, <laughs> and an Ampeg SVT cabinet have in common? 
<laughs> oh my god, tell me. Both are big, too loud, mostly unnecessarily after the 1980s and incredibly difficult to get out of a car. <laughs> that is 1000% accurate. They are too fucking loud. Um, Why does legendary rocker Jerry Lee Lewis play B minor instead of D major? <laughs> I don't know. Well, because he prefers relative minors. Uh, what? He, he married his 15-year-old cousin. Cool. Super cool. That's, and, that's pretty rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, yeah. It's, I mean, the cousin part, it's more that's country. Prob- yeah, the cousin part is probably the we're most We're a little bit country. We're a little bit rock and roll. roll. Yeah. Um, what's yeah. the difference between Adolf Hitler and Burzum? <laughs> Not much. Yeah, well, but uh, Kanye <laughs> never sampled Hitler in a song. <laughs> it's, that still fucking blows my mind. Uh, speaking of Mayhem, uh, what's the difference between Mayhem's first guitarist, Euronymous, and an onion? <laughs> I don't know. Well, some people will cry when you put a knife in an onion. Oof. Oof. Uh, what's the difference between God and Inbe Malmstein? <laughs> I, I don't know if there is. Well, God doesn't believe he's Ingve Malmstein. <laughs> ah, that's beautiful. And, uh, I love that. I'm going to close it out on this one. Okay, uh, why okay. was the punk musician locked out of his house? <laughs> There's so many reasons. Well, he never learned what keys are for. Oh! That's the show. That's the show. That's the show. We did it. We, we did, did a, a show whole show for you. For the for us. For us for actually. The, what a, for nobody. Really. Nobody. Yeah. It's really nobody. Nobody. But that's okay. If you're listening, hear that? You're nobody. Whoa. Hey. But but like the film with uh with Bob, Bob Odenkirk. Odenkirk. Yeah, yeah. You're cool. That was a great film. That's what I'm saying. Okay. That's nice. Yeah, um, I turned turned that around. See how I made yeah, that a I did. Brit, yeah. how, Brit, um, where can we follow you on the internet? You can find me at Dog Vorbis. Where can I find you, Spencer? Um, you should check out my website, Spencer Zone, and that's S P E N S E R. Yeah, Spencer like Spencer for hire. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, like the show Spencer for hire. That's everybody knows that show starring Avery Brooks, who also later played Captain Benjamin uh, I Cisco love how in every Star Trek Deep Space Nine. It stars Avery Brooks when <laughs> he was the sidekick. I have never watched Spencer for He's hire. the sidekick. Ooh, do you want to do a He's pod- not Spencer. Brit, you know Brit, that, Brit, right? Brit, 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 Brit. You're not wanna, named no, after Avery Brooks. Uh, Brit, Brit, yeah. Brit. What? Do you want to do a podcast called Spencer for Hire, where we watch Spencer for Hire episodes? I really do not. <laughs> There's a lot of episodes of that show. I know. No one yeah. wants that, No, Spencer. like literally no one would be interested in that. No. No. No, it would be bad probably, but uh, I, mean, I mean, we've managed to make 50 episodes of a Buckethead podcast, so I'm pretty sure we can make any episodes of any kind of podcast, like, presumably. Yeah. I mean, there's there's enough variety here, though. Like, I imagine after, like, episode 20 of Spencer for Hire, they're like, should we just, like, use a script from episode two again? Let's just do like, it again. Change the names. Yeah. Let's do it again. Yeah, and uh, you can find us yeah. on the internet uh, in most places at... A bucket cast. A bucket cast. Yeah. The unification of all the oh. services. Really good idea, Brett. Yeah, I'm feeling good really, about it. Yeah. If you just look yeah. up bucket cast, we're the only thing on the internet really that is mm-hmm. the bucket cast. So you're going to find us yeah. one way or another. Yeah. 
And if you look up Buckethead Podcast, guess what? You'll find us too, because we're the only fucking Buckethead Podcast in the world. Yeah. It's pretty cool. The fucking only ones. Hell yeah. Yeah. I've been Britain. And I, I this has been Spencer. You've been listening to Getting Head, a Bucket Cast. Stay greasy, Bucket Heads. Uh, namaste.